heard you were a lemon, but this is pathetic, Bartowski. Even for you. I am your host, the Jaystrom. This show, of course, is a show where we talk about the television show Chuck. That's right, my favorite show ever. Hopefully, you love Chuck too, and that's why you're listening. If you're a loyal listener who listened to all my previous episodes, which would be Chuck Season 1 and Chuck Season 2, then you've probably been wondering where I've been. Well, folks, I have to apologize to you. The last episode of the Chuck series companion I did was released on February 4th, 2017, and it's almost been a year. But guys, I'm back, and I'm ready to cover more Chuck! I'm ready for Season 3! And it just happens to be New Year's Eve 2017, and this episode will come out in 2018. It's your New Year's present. That's because I'm turning over a new leaf. That's right. I'm going to get back to doing the Chuck Series Companion podcast regularly. And I'm so excited. In this past year, there's been, you know, different things in everyday life. But Chuck has always been there in the background. It's my favorite show. When I can, I go back and watch episodes. And I've missed the series. And I want to get back to it. It's this place deep in my heart. This kind of comfort zone. The Chuck characters are my surrogate family. I love revisiting them and seeing their adventures. And you know what? I'm a big fan of Season 3 of Chuck. Season 3 of Chuck is like the Empire Strikes Back of the Chuck mythos. Season 3 has some ups and some downs, but it has some wonderful high up there ups. And it has some really low uh, dark things that happen. But it's a fun ride. I really love Chuck Season 3. It's got some great things. If you think about the best books or the best series that you've read, there's always moments where all the chips are down for our main character, our hero. But it's how he gets through those mistakes and gets through those those uh, uphill battles in succeeds and wins the day that's what makes a good story we can't have everything all great all the time that doesn't make a compelling drama or entertainment it's just boring it it, there's nothing exciting about it when we last left chuck he had gotten the new intersect 2.0 where he now knows kung fu chuck can fight And I can't wait to get into that with season three and how it changes his life and changes uh, his relationship with Sarah and Casey. It's going to be pretty exciting to cover these episodes. And I want to thank you guys. If you're still listening, if you saw this episode and you're like, holy crap, there's a new Chuck series companion. I want to personally apologize that I took such a long time off. I needed to decompress, but I'm back. 
and I am recharged. I am ready to return to the Chuck series companion, and I, I can't wait. And if you guys remember, you could always visit chuckpodcast.bogspot.com where you can find all my previous write-ups of previous episodes where I list, where I do a recap, where I give you some links to some other recaps that uh, some of my favorite critics did over the run of Chuck. And also I point out all the songs that are in each episode. Which is important to me because Chuck's soundtrack is such an important part of the show. All of the music selections, not to mention Tim Jones's score for each episode. And boy, does his score rock for this first episode. And I will get into that. But first, let me remind you that Chuck vs. the Pink Slip is Season 3, Episode 1. This episode originally aired on January 10th, 2010. It was a Sunday night, and it was actually a double feature. That's right. Two episodes of Chuck for the premiere on Sunday, like a bonus. And then the following Monday, on January 11th, they showed two more episodes. So that was two days of Chuck. Four episodes, just like that. And it was pretty awesome. So first we have Chuck versus the Pink Slip, and then later we'll have Chuck versus the Three Words. And we'll get to that in the next episode. Now, this episode was written by Chris Fedak and Matthew Miller, which, if you guys have been paying attention, these guys, I mention them quite often. Chris Fedak, of course, he co-created Chuck with Josh Schwartz. Matthew Miller has done a lot of fantastic episodes of Chuck. He wrote Chuck vs. the Tango, Imported Hard Salami, Seduction, DeLorean, Beefcake, Colonel and many more. He was also a producer on Chuck. Right now, he is the showrunner of the TV show Lethal Weapon. And he created another hilarious comedy on NBC called Trial and Error. If you get a chance, go and watch Trial and Error. It stars John Lithgow, and it's a hilarious show. And I can't wait for season two of that. Now, Chris Fedak, he is currently working on a new ABC series that hasn't premiered yet. It's called Deception. That's right. Let me read you what Deception is about. Cameron Black is the world's greatest illusionist. At least, that's what people used to call him, before his greatest secret was exposed and his career destroyed. Even worse, Cameron has a good reason to believe this was no accident. Oh my goodness. Now he only has one place to practice his art of deception, illusion, and influence. The FBI, where he'll become the world's first consulting illusionist, helping the government solve crimes that defy explanation. Okay, uh, first of all, I gotta say right now that that sounds like the most ridiculous show idea ever. Kind of sounds like The Mentalist also, but I'm gonna give Chris Fedak the benefit of the doubt and I'll watch the premiere, but woo! Kind of sounds cheesy, but I guess a show about a guy with a computer in his head kind of sounds goofy too, but maybe Chris Fedak can pull it off. Win me over, Chris. I'll be looking forward to that in the new year. Now, this episode of Chuck was directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. Now, many of you may know Robert Duncan McNeil as one of the stars of Star Trek Voyager. He played Tom Paris, but... How many of you know that he was also in Masters of the Universe? That's right. He played Kevin in that movie from the 1987 Dolph Lundgren film. How cool is that? 
Most recently, Robert Duncan McNeil directed an episode of The Orville on Fox, so that's pretty cool. I know his name comes up a lot because he's directed a lot of episodes of Chuck, and trust me, he directs five episodes from this season three of Chuck, so that's pretty exciting. So I will mention his name quite more often, so guys, just get used to it. Now, as I was saying before, where we left off with Chuck, with Chuck versus the ring, Chuck gets the intersect. Bryce is no longer with us. He was killed. And Chuck knows Kung Fu. And in reality, Chuck was saved by an awesome fan campaign with people buying Subway sandwiches, etc. So there was a lot of anticipation to this episode. And I remember it. It was pretty exciting and it was pretty huge. And what the heck, guys? Let's dive into this. Season 3, Episode 1, Chuck versus the Pink Slip. Guys, I know Kung Fu. As the episode begins, it is now six months later from when Chuck learned Kung Fu in that intersect room. And the episode opens up in Prague. And it appears that Chuck is on some kind of mission... And he's got a bag over his head. Agent Carmichael. Call me Charles. <laughs> you have something that belongs to my boss, Yuri. The case, I would like for you to give it to me. Please. <laughs> you show up with no gun and... Please. And what? I quiver in fear? We've got a lock on the case. It's in the room with you. Well, that would be the voice of General Beckman, and it appears Chuck has an earpiece. Give me the case. Or else. Or else what? What else I do this? Whoa, so the bad guy Yuri points a gun at Chuck, and Chuck flashes. But it's not a flash like we've seen before. This is the new updated intersect 2.0 flash and it's got cool kung fu figures in it that's pretty awesome i'm liking this upgrade and we hear the song black and gold by sam sparrow no i was thinking something more like this Ah, cool 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 everybody be cool everybody just chat very, very good. On the ground now. Nice and easy. Now, Yuri, hand me that case. And after that, it's pierogi time. No. Shoot him, Chuck. So do it. Shoot him. Don't mess with me, Yuri. Shoot him now. Do it, Chuck. Shoot him. Shoot Yuri. Get him. But Chuck doesn't shoot him. He flips the gun around with the handle facing out, and he starts pistol-whipping guys. It's pretty awesome. What is happening? Your heart rate just spiked. Are you okay? I'm okay. I got punched in the face. 
It's throbbing a little bit. Get out of there now. <laughs> I love that. It's throbbing a little bit, but, you know, I'm a, I, I'm fine. And then Chuck does indeed get out of there. Where's my exit? They're closing in on you. Get to a roof. The chopper's inbound. Listen, General, I don't want to sound demanding here, but I can really use that chopper right about now. The chopper's too far out. Satellite says there's a power line on the roof that runs to the next building. Zipline across. We'll find you a new exit. What do you mean, zipline? It's in the intersect. Okay, I got this. So Chuck climbs the roof to the very top, and there appears to be a wire sticking out of the roof that goes right down to the ground. All Chuck has to do is jump on that wire and zip on down. General, I don't think this is a good idea. I'm not flashing. Do it, Chuck. Flash. Look, if you stretch me out, it's never going to work. Chuck, flash. Wow, Chuck really seems to have a problem flashing here, and it's a zip line. All he has to do is lift his feet and slide down anyway. Come on, Chuck. You can do this. Flash. One of three flash. I don't think my vertical's helping here. General, are you there? Ah, that's what it is. Chuck has vertigo, so it's keeping him from flashing. And oh no, here's Yuri. General! You're dead. That's all, Frank. Terminate the simulation. Copy that, man. Wait, simulation? You mean this wasn't a real mission? No, that's right, folks. This was a simulation. It's a training exercise for Chuck. I don't remember if they originally did trick me into thinking this was a real mission or if I did suspect it was a training mission. But I think it's a pretty cool opening to the episode. And then, of course, we hear the song kick back in. Black and Gold by Sam Sparrow. Oh, and then to make it even more humiliating, Chuck's pants fall down because he took his belt off. Why didn't you shoot Yuri, Chuck? Well, we were very close, and while I realize it's just a simulation, safety first, you know? And to be perfectly honest, I'm still not comfortable with the whole shooting people thing. You know, that is funny. If you think about it, Chuck knew it was a simulation the whole time. He wasn't being fooled. So why didn't he shoot Yuri if he knew it wasn't real? Chuck really has a problem with guns and shooting people, which you can admire him for. But I'm not sure it's really the right thing for uh, a spy. They shoot people all the time. This isn't working out. Look, General, I realize that we've had our setbacks. I, I, I do. But let's not dwell in the past here. I'm convinced I can be a great spy. I know it. We spent millions of dollars to get you up and running as our new intersect agent. It's not working. Well, maybe my dad can help. He built a computer. The problem is not with the computer. It's with you. The Intersect 2.0 was designed to go into a real spy, like Bryce Larkin, someone in complete control of their feelings. What are you saying? It's over. Our Los Angeles field unit will keep an eye on you until a final decision can be made regarding your status. Wait, hold on just just a second here. Are you saying you're firing me, General? Do you, you have any idea what I gave up for this? Goodbye, Chuck. No, you don't know what I said no to! Frank. 
Whoa, they just trained Chuck. And then while Chuck's kind of in his dream state, we get a flashback to when Casey was there telling Chuck exactly what the CIA's plans were for him. Your sister, you're going on a last minute trip to Europe. Six weeks. Okay. Where are we really going? Red Site Training Facility. Training for what? For you, moron. The new intersect. They're going to train you to use it, turn you into a real super spy. So then in the flashback, Chuck excitedly tells Sarah what the CIA's plans are for him. But she already knows, and she's really concerned about that. Sarah, did Casey tell you they're moving me to a training facility? I'm going to be a real spy. I know I heard. Come on. What's the matter? If you do this, if you go, you're going to be a spy for the rest of your life. Every city is going to be a new mission and a new identity, and you're not going to be the same person. Yeah, that's a great thing. Chuck, listen, we could... We could what? And then we hear the song, Waited Out, by Imogen Heap. We could run. Together, you and me, we go now and we never look back. Are you serious? I have some money saved up. I'd have to get us some new identities, create an escape route. For now, go to the training facility in Prague and meet me at the Nadrazi train station in three weeks' time at 7 o'clock, and then I can figure the rest out later. What do you say? I'm saying I want to be a real person again. With you. This is what you want, right? I mean, this is it, Chuck. Will you run away with me? Wow. So Sarah asked Chuck to run away with her to get out of the spy business altogether. But what happened? Obviously that didn't happen because Chuck is there training and he failed at that. Where's Sarah and what happened? And indeed, Ellie wants to know the same exact thing. Chuck? Chuck, what happened? Chuck, honey, where's Sarah? I lost her. The girl of my dreams, it was all my fault. Well, maybe not. Why don't you just pick up the phone and call her? You guys can work it out. I'm sure she misses you too. Now let's cut to Sarah. She's in some beautiful tropical place, swimming in a pool, and everything is gorgeous, including Sarah. And there's some guy there poolside. There's champagne and strawberries. And it looks like Sarah has a phone call. And it's Chuck. Your phone right here. Pick up Sarah. Um, she threw her phone in the swimming pool. That's not a good sign. And now we hear the song, Just Dropped In, to see what condition my condition was in, by Kenny Rogers in the first edition. And we see Chuck, he's rolled out of bed, 
and he's ready to start the day. Well, not really. I don't even think Chuck's getting dressed, because he's in a deep funk, everybody. And I love the first thing he does is he grabs a big old plastic bucket of cheese balls. It's hilarious. The Morning, Chuck. Morning, bro. Chuck, you feeling any better? You got a game plan? Job hunting? Probably not. But no rush, amigo, but how long do you think you'll be staying? Well, Devin, it looks like Chuck's going to be staying a long time. And I'm wondering, because of Chuck's outfit, he's got the robe and the slippers, and this song is so prominently used in The Big Lebowski, this is a direct reference to the dude from Big Lebowski. That's who Chuck is uh, basically looking like here. I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. I told my mind on a jagged sky. And time passes, and now Chuck has a beard, and he's still eating cheese balls. <laughs> I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. In fact, it looks like a lot of days have passed. I don't know, weeks? Chuck? Chuck? Chuck, if you won't talk to me, then you have a visitor. Chuck? Hey, everybody, look, it's Morgan. He's back from his Benihana job from Hawaii. This is so exciting. Chuck, it's it's me, man. Morgan. Yeah. Is that you? It is. It is. <gasps> I, I'm back for a few days. Hawaii is great. And Benihana, forget about it. Flying through the ranks. That's it, man. I'm going to be Master Chef in no time. I'm so proud of you. We should get together soon, you know? You yeah. and I sit oh, down. And he's out again. Poor Chuck. Hmm. Worse than I thought. And you know what? Ellie is having no more of this. All right, Chuck. That is enough. Sit up. Yeah. You are getting off this couch and you are going to do something today. Out. Out. I tried, guys. Just leave him with his cheese balls. That's all he cares about. You're right, Ellie. That is all Chuck cares about. And apparently he's running really low on his cheese balls. Ah, but what's this? On the bottom of the bucket, there's a buy more price tag. Chuck knows what he has to do. He has to visit the buy more because he needs more cheese balls, people. Now let's uh, cut to the buy more. And oh dear, Chuck is still in his robe and slippers. And he's got this grisly beard. And he has these big sunglasses on trying to hide who he is. And the Blymore looks a lot different. Everyone's dressed in a shirt and tie. And there's even security guards. What has happened to our beloved Blymore? Hello, sir. How may I service you? 
Oh, look, everybody, it's Jeff. And first of all, that's hilarious. He says, how may I service you? But Jeff's hair is all greased back, and he looks like he's been drugged. He looks like a zombie. Uh, looking for cheese puffs? Aisle three. It's been a pleasure serving you. Even Chuck is a little perplexed by Jeff's behavior. But watch out, Chuck. It appears someone is watching you on the closed-circuit camera. Look at that wretch. Security, we have a street person in aisle three. Could be the one stealing toilet paper from the bathroom. <laughs> and, of course, it's Element Millbarge. And he's running the place like an evil dictator. Gotcha. Hand it over, punk. Oh no, Chuck has run right smack into Emmett. This isn't going to be good. Bartowski? <laughs> oh, Chuck Bartowski? <laughs> I love how the other employees come to life like, what, what, did he say Chuck? Chuck! Everybody's looking around. Oh my god, their savior has returned! Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Get a good look, everybody! Everybody, everybody, come hither! Come hither! Take a sniff! (sighs) (sighs) I love when Emmett sniffs Chuck, his eyes kind of roll back into his head. It's pretty creepy. That is the putrid stench of failure. That's why you don't leave the buy more. You become feral. Wretched. Oh, no, no, no. Don't poke him, Emmett. He's going to flash. And indeed, Chuck does. But what can he do? He can't actually beat the crap out of Emmett right there in front of everybody. He's got to hold it in. You're just another loser. My God, you're pathetic. Sneaking back into the buy more like some vagrant Serpico. Now Chuck wants to strangle him. I love that line about a vagrant Serpico, too. Goodness, you're a hot mess. Emmett, please. Sorry. Do you have something to say? Right here. Oh, no, I have nothing to say. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm good. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing because you don't know how close you came getting your ass kicked finally Emmett goes away and the rest of the buy more crew wants to know what they can do to get Chuck back oh captain my captain please tell us that you've returned to take control of the buy more look I'm I'm sorry fellas I'm, I'm sorry everyone I don't think I could help even if I tried yeah no I know I know what do you care about her troubles you still got blondie Actually, we're not. I think she's getting hotter. Agreed. Her ass seems to be lifting ever so slightly. Listen, Charles. What? Ass. (laughs) What? Ass. (laughs) No. No, Lester. That's not what Chuck means. No. What? You've seen her? Just through the lens of a telescope when she goes in and out of that nasty yogurt shop. She's still here. Oh, my God. Sarah is back. She's here in Burbank. So Chuck gets right over to the orange-orange, and he starts snooping around. 
Hello? And there indeed is someone there, but it's not Sarah, Chuck. This is pathetic, Bartowski. Even for you. (laughs) I love the way Casey comes in with his boots crunching on the cheese balls. What the hell are you doing here? I think that I left a light jacket in Castle. I was just here to pick it up. Clean those up. Now let's cut down to Castle, and it looks like Casey is now getting ready to move everything out of Castle. Hurry it up. I have to finish packing been going on in the biz you uh you talk to any of the old gang sarah for instance nope um what's this it looks like an agent walker is calling right now really yeah mm-hmm. can i talk to her when you're done yeah so mm-hmm. yeah talk. if you could just ask her if she's gotten my messages because i've been calling a lot. It's the lemon. Duly noted. See you tonight. Did she say anything about me? Nope. Hey, you guys going on a mission? You need backup? I can still flash. <laughs> Not what I heard. <laughs> Come on, Casey, please. Beckman can me, all right, man? I need to prove to her that I can still do this, that I can still be a spy. Can you? Yes, I can. And this can work, too. Because if I help you guys, then maybe Beckman puts the old team back together. And all my dreams come true. (laughs) Ah, so Chuck begins to look over Casey's shoulder, and he sees that the mission is taking place at a place called El Bucho. And then we hear this glorious Tim Jones music that I freaking love, and Chuck decides it's time to get his act together. He's going to go on this mission, and he's going to see Sarah. What? I'm heading out. Enjoy your spy game thing and stay in touch. Hey, what happened between you and Walker? Something I need to fix. You're darn right, Chuck. It's time to get your act together. Oh, and please shave that grizzly beard. And I love this montage as we see Chuck shaving. He's getting dressed. And we see that he's put on his nerd herder outfit. I love it. Now let's cut to the bucho. So, uh, somebody called about a computer emergency. Soundboard's down. Cool, thanks.
I love when Casey turns and then Chuck's standing there and he's like, hello. Walker, we have a situation. And sure enough, Sarah looks over and there's Chuck and Chuck looks right back at her. And we again hear the song, Wait It Out by Imogen Heap. Where do we go from here? How do we carry on? I can't get beyond the questions. Clambering for the scribes and the shatter of us collapse. Hello, Chuck. What are you doing here? Don't worry, this is not about us. I'm purely here for backup. I need to prove to Beckman. Kiss me. What? Right? Now, don't you think we should talk first? I'm getting mixed signals. Kiss me now. Oh, wow. How about that? Sir just wants to kiss Chuck. I guess everything's okay. Whoa. Maybe not. Who the hell is that? Uh, just my ex. He's having some trouble letting go. Mm. <laughs> now let's cut into the kitchen where Chuck, Sarah, and Casey are now trying to figure things out. Why'd you not come out? It was a slap. Lemon's got a glass jaw. I was caught off guard on an empty stomach, okay? I didn't eat anything. I could take a punch. You may slap. Hey, I can totally believe what Chuck's saying. He's been living on cheese balls for the past month. He probably doesn't have much in the way of strength. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to screw anything up. I just came here to help. Things went wrong in Prague. I don't know why, but I know that I can do this. I can be a spy. Sarah, you know I can, please. Get him out of here. Wow. Not even Sarah believes in Chuck. She just wants him out of her sight. What did you do, Chuck? You heard the way. Get out of here. Casey, wait, wait, wait. I can help you. Towski, it's a simple courier exchange. Jill, the guy with Walker, he's the mark. He's meeting with a major ring operative tonight. The ring? They killed Bryce. The moment the ring courier meets with Jill, we strike. Now get out of here before you spook Javier. Who? And with the name Javier Cruz... Chuck immediately flashes on it. The courier. Have your cruise. Get him out of here. Have your cruise. Have your cruise. Casey! Javier's not a courier! No, guys! Guys, you have to listen to me! Javier's not who you think he is! He's an assassin! Trust me! He's here to kill someone! I dumped the lemon. And let's cut to outside, and sure enough, Chuck has been thrown out. Let me back in! Let me back in! Chuck! Hug! Alright! Alright! Oh, son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Okay. Okay. Calm down, Chuck. Don't be emotional. And sure enough, Chuck does calm himself enough to flash on some kung fu moves. But unfortunately, someone is about to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) 
So Chuck kicks this guy who's just going to ask for some kind of directions, and he knocks him out cold. It's pretty hilarious. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. My bad. Wake up. Wake up. Oh god. Oh no. But it appears the guy is a mariachi, and Chuck could possibly use this outfit to get back into the club, El Bucho. And so he does just that. Where have you been? You're on. What? Let's go. No, no, wait. I have to use the little boys, the little Chico's room, little amigo's room. I love when Casey sees Chuck's back and he spills the drink he's pouring. It's hilarious. Hola, como estas? Ah. Hey, where's Manny? Spastic colon, I'm filling in for him. I love it. Spastic colon. That's going all the way back to season one when Chuck told Ellie that Sarah was having a bout of spastic colon. <laughs> It's Chuck's go-to ailment, apparently. He's going to blow the whole up. Yes, please bring it back. Just give him a second. So what's Chuck going to do? He doesn't know how to play the guitar. He's not a mariachi. So he looks down at his guitar and... Whoa! He just flashed on how to play a guitar! Where the hell did he learn that? Isn't that your ex? Yeah, he's a bit of a show-off. Just ignore him. I love Chuck shrug like, I don't know. He's here somewhere. And then cut to outside and there's Javier. He's the guy that Chuck kicked and knocked unconscious. That's the assassin. And he's pissed. Men to take care of your ex. Uh, no. Come and dance with me. So, as Sarah and Gilles dance, Chuck looks around the club looking for Javier. What is he doing here? He's just trying to make you jealous, and that's supposed to be your job. I don't love that Sarah starts doing some exotic dance moves, like putting his hands on her butt, and Chuck starts messing up. Wait. <laughs> I love Casey's reactions to all this. Like, what? what? What is going on here? It's pretty funny. How do you know you were here? Who is he really? Try and take him out now. 
I love that. An agent just goes to shoot Chuck. Chuck ducks out of the way, and the dart hits the piano player. You have nothing to worry about. But maybe he does, Sarah, because Javier is now in the room, and he's got a pistol with a laser sight. And Chuck sees the whole thing and he decides to dive into action. What is going on here? Don't move! Don't you move! Chuck, what the hell are you doing? There's, a, there's an assassin here. There's an assassin here, people. He was gonna kill her. He was gonna kill you. Where? Where is he? Half this club is undercover, Chuck. Been planning this for months. Good thing we brought this many agents, because I'm going to kill you. Casey! Sarah, I flashed. I swear to you, there was an assassin here. It was Javier! Now we'll never know. You don't work anymore, Chuck. It's over. Ouch, Sarah. Man, Javier really was there, but nobody believes Chuck because he's a lemon. Cut to outside, and Javier looks down, and he sees... Chuck's nerd herd pocket protector. Now let's cut back to Casa de Bartowski, and Chuck has that same look on his face again. He's ready to mope about and eat some cheese balls. Good morning. Good morning. Chuck, you shaved. That's great. It was a rash decision. I can't bear to watch him wallow around like this all day. It's pathetic. So Devin decides he's going to go try to talk to Chuck. What's up, bro? Huh? Still playing the loser cover? You're nailing it. (laughs) Not a cover. It's my life. I was fired. For real. I'm not a spy anymore. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure I ever really was. Whoa. Wait. This is really you? Maybe we should be introduced. Hi, I'm Chuck Bartowski, total loser. Cheeseball addict. Well, he is right. He is a cheeseball addict. Does the CIA let you just leave like that? Don't they send someone to, like, kill you or something? (sighs) I think you watch too many movies. (laughs) And I love how... (laughs) After Devin walks away, Chuck's like, or do they? And all of a sudden, Chuck's looking really paranoid. Now cut to some time later, and Chuck is passed out on the couch, and somebody is there in the house with him. Chuck, it's just Morgan. Holy dude, it's it's just it's me. Ellie thought I should come by and what am I cheer you up? I yeah, well, thanks, but I wish everyone would just leave me alone because I'm fine. No, you're not, dude. Come on, 
I've known you a long time, pal. You're slightly unmotivated, a bit of an underachiever, but a loser? It's not your turf. What's going on? I blew it, buddy. Opportunity of a lifetime. Without getting into specifics, I had a job offer that would have included a lot of travel and excitement, and I've already been fired from it twice. Amateur hour. You haven't even scratched the surface. You want to see rock bottom? Okay. Follow me, sir. All right, Chuck. We'll follow uh, Morgan. And cut to the buy more? So I got canned from Benihana a few weeks ago, and Anna took off with the prep chef. I lost my mojo. Couldn't flip the shrimp. Couldn't flip the shrimp. Oh, wow. Morgan couldn't flip the shrimp? And Anna dumped him? That's sad. Bed, TV, microwave for meals, and of course, machines for laundry. Drink it in, Chuck. (laughs) They'll cut to Emmett's office, and he's watching them in the home theater room, where Morgan has his bed made up on the couch in the theater room. He's got his laundry. And how did Emmett not pick up on this before, which is, is hilarious here? as low as a man Grimes so he's been the one stealing the TP well I should have known he'd never make it in Asian business culture I'll let the authorities deal with him tomorrow <sighs> now let's cut down to Castle and Sarah sees that Chuck is indeed in the Bymore in the home theater room and she's staring up at his image on the monitor I'm gonna miss this what M134 minigun. 3,400 rounds a minute. Never got to use her. Ah, gee whiz, Casey. That really is a shame that you never got to fire that minigun. Poor bastard. Who? Moron is still in love with you. I promise you, Casey, he is not in love with me. I don't know what happened between you two. Don't want to. Just saying, I've seen men have their fingernails pulled off, treated more humanely than you did that kid. I was just doing my job. Job's over. Put him out of his misery. He deserves that much. Yes, Sarah, go talk to Chuck, man. The guy's miserable. Now let's cut to the Buy More parking lot, and there's Emmett getting ready to leave after a job well done. (laughs) And we hear the song... Hold on by Wilson Phillips. <laughs> Someday somebody's gonna turn around and make it what I say. But what's this? Emmett appears to see someone wandering around the Bymore parking lot, and it just happens to be one Javier Cruz. Yeah. Can I help you? Where can I find this man? So we see he has Chuck's pocket protector, and immediately Emmett knows, oh, that guy, he doesn't work here anymore. Oh, don't ask me. He's no longer an employee at this store. If you want to find him, you can walk out front and follow the smell. You can leave now. Okay, okay. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. I got mace. 
Oh no, Javier. Emmett's got mace. Yeah. So you better get your broke back boots off my property, or I'm gonna send you crying back to your mommy's womb. Uh, you know what, Emmett? Uh, he doesn't look intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pussy. Whoa. Javier did not appear to like that comment. Holy crap, Javier just shot Emmett Milbarge in the head. Wow. Emmett's dead, everybody. <laughs> so let's cut back into the buy more. Say goodbye forever, pal. Got some good years here. Yeah, to be honest, I think I'd rather forget it all ever happened. But wait, here's Sarah. Right, uh, why don't I give you guys a few seconds and I'll just see you back at your place. Yeah. Okay, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Sarah. Hey. I love, by the way, that Morgan has Star Wars bed sheets. I wanted to say a proper goodbye. It's been a pleasure working with you, Agent Walker. You too, Agent Bartowski. I appreciate that, but I think we both know that the whole agent thing didn't really work out. But all of a sudden, they're surrounded by men with guns, and Chuck doesn't quite notice this yet. If I could go back in time... Uh, Chuck? Please, Sarah, let me get this off my chest, okay? At least I can live knowing that I told you everything about how I felt. You owe me that. Yeah, Chuck! Whoa, Javier just clocked Chuck in the back of the head, knocking him unconscious. And I owed you that. Now let's cut to what appears to be a jail cell. And Chuck is just now waking up, and he has no idea where he is. And here comes Javier, and he's looking pretty pissed off. Again. I, or, I think that's just how he looks all the time. Javier. Uh, you know, I think we actually got off on the wrong foot. Truth be told, I'm a huge fan of mariachi music, and my hit in you was completely unintentional. I want to know who you are. Nobody. I'm nobody. In fact, I think that I have documentation somewhere that, that proves that I'm an official nobody. And for some reason, Javier is taking his shirt off. Wow, you are extremely ripped, sir. <laughs> I love how Chuck has to comment on how ripped he is. And what's this? He has a ring phone. You did me very well outside the club. Try that again. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Come on! Okay, if you could just give me one second. I think... Oh, Chuck just got his ass kicked. That couldn't have felt good. 
you're going to tell me everything, Mr. Bartoski. All the secrets you know. Who you are. Who you work for. And then you're going to tell me about the girl. So as Chuck slips into unconsciousness, we get a flashback to when Sarah was telling Chuck to meet her in Prague at the train station. And we hear the song, My Backwards Walk by Frightened Rabbit. Well, now you should go to Prague and then meet me at the Nadrazi station in three weeks' time at 7 o'clock in the morning. And there's Sarah standing in front of the train, and Chuck arrives. I'm working on my backwards walk. Walking with no shoes or socks. And I always love this cool slow mo walk Chuck does right up to Sarah. And the time rewinds. Here is your ticket and your new passport. Your name is Hector Calderon. Sarah, wait. We have plenty of time to talk on the train right now. We have to act fast. Trust me, Chuck, it's all going to work out fine. I'm drawing a straight line. And I'll draw until I get one right. It's bold and dark, girl, can't you see? As Sarah kisses Chuck, she can't help but feel that something is wrong. There's something Chuck isn't saying. That's not the kiss that I was expecting. Sarah, there's an entire facility here dedicated and designed to turning me into Intersect 2.0. I mean, think about it. Think about that, me, a real spy, you know, living a life of adventure and doing things that really matter. It's not that simple. You don't know who you're working for. That's complicated. Nothing is real. This. I've been working on my this is simple. This is a real life. Else for me to go. We have to go, Chuck. This is it. Are you coming? answer's no. Chuck isn't going. And now we know why. There's all this turmoil between Chuck and Sarah. He chose the life of a spy instead of running away with her. I can't. I'm sorry. Now let's cut down to Castle, and Casey has no idea what is going on. He has no idea that Chuck's even been captured, and let alone where Sarah is. Any sign of Walker? Last ping had her at the Bymore. You gotta be kidding me. And sure enough, Casey sees that Emmett Milbarge is dead behind the Bymore laying on some cardboard boxes i want a real-time satellite trace on every car that's been in the buy more parking lot last six hours do it get a chopper ready sir on whose authority mine the colonel yeah casey the colonel 
Now let's cut back to Chuck, and he's just trying to flash. He's got a flash. Come on, Chuck, you can do this. Just one flash of kung fu, and we are out of here. I'm dead. I'm so completely dead. What am I going to do? Chuck. Chuck, can you hear me? I need you to break out of your cell and come and get me. I couldn't pick this stupid lock. There's no way that we could reverse those roles, is there? Chuck, you can do this. You've been trained to do this. The Intersect can do this. Sarah, you don't get it. You and Casey were right, okay? I'm, I'm a lemon. I don't work. My emotions just mess everything up. No. Chuck, listen. I was mad and wrong. And ever since you went to Prague, I have worked with the best spies in the world. And you know what? They're on their way here to save us. <laughs> That's a good one, Chuck. None of them can do what you can do. You're a spy. Now flash on Javier and get us out of here. Oh, crap. I think Javier's back. Something's happening here, Sarah. Chuck, don't freak out. Indeed, Chuck, don't freak out. Which takes us back to the very first episode of Chuck, where Chuck says that to himself, I'm sorry. Call back. I love it. When I'm done with you, I'm going to deal with her. The girl. Come on, Chuck. Flash. Me first. Chuck knocks Javier on his ass. Chuck, what happened? Something awesome. So Chuck grabs the keys and he happens to grab Javier's cool ring phone. Hey, you should have seen it. I knocked him out with one punch. One punch! Okay, it's great. Let's talk in the room. Well, where are we? Mexico. Yep, sure enough. They are in Mexico, in the middle of nowhere. And don't look now, Sarah, but the bad guys see you. I'm almost out. We need to get off this roof. And sure enough, Chuck, there's a wire there, a zip line, if you will. What are you doing? Zip line. It'll work, I promise. Okay, I trust you. work and it was awesome i can't believe that worked i'm not so sure it did and there's javier with a gun pointed at chuck and i'm afraid 
there's nothing that could save them. Sarah, there's something I need to tell you. Not now, Chuck. Actually, I think this might be my last chance. Or maybe not, Chuck, because I hear a chopper, and that could be one John Casey. Oh, and by the way, did I mention he's got a minigun? Looks like Javier is now toast. Yeah, how about that? Casey saved the day. Now let's cut down to Castle and hear what General Beckman has to say about all this. Javier Cruz was a vital operative for the Rings Mexico Syndicate. The device you picked up is a custom smartphone for Ring operatives. This is the first one we have ever captured. Hey, good job, Team Bartowski. General, Colonel Casey and I will be departing for Lisbon tonight. There has been chatter that another ring cell is operating there. That won't be necessary. Why not? I can't believe I'm about to say this. Say it. Yes, General, say it. Say it. I mean... Please say it. I am putting Operation Bartowski back into the field. Yes! Casey, Sarah, you will work alongside Agent Bartowski to bring down the ring. That is all. (laughs) This is great! This is great, come on, guys, the three of us. The old gang, back together again. I cannot wait. Hey, what's my new cover going to be? Because I I, I need a new job. Can it be something exciting? Race car driver? Mm. It's got to be something cool. Oh, you bet, Chuck. It's going to be something really cool. And we hear the song, Young Adult Friction, by the pains of being pure at heart. By the way, I love this song. And we cut to the buy more, and you guys can guess what Chuck's job is going to be. Oh, wow. I can't believe you got me this job back so quickly. Yeah, well, with no manager, the paperwork was easy to push through. So Emmett really took a large mark job in Anchorage? It's a rumor. Oh, good for him. Uh, yeah, good for Emmett. I wonder if Chuck ever finds out the truth. <laughs> oh, also, thanks for doing me that extra favor. What? I speak of the bearded one. We're back! Oh, bye. There he goes. There he goes. He's busy. Work, work, work. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Someone from corporate called me and pretty much begged me to take my job back. Did they? I'm serious. I guess they know talent. They do indeed, my friend. (laughs) I love it. So Chuck and Morgan, they're back at the buy more. Now let's cut down to Castle. And General Beckman is giving Sarah some new instructions. Sarah, I need you to keep Chuck's emotions in check so the intersect can work. He listens to you, but he's also an unstable element. Do you think he's dangerous? Very. But he's worth the risk. For the last two years, we protected Chuck from the world, 
But now, we have to protect the world from Chuck. Wow. Now let's cut to Casa de Bartowski. And what's this? Ellie and Awesome are up to something as Chuck and Morgan arrive. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, Devin. Hey, Elle, what's happening? Uh, well, we're moving. Yeah, the, uh, the apartment across the courtyard opened up, so we're taking it. This isn't about you, Chuck. This is about us. We needed a place for two, and you can get a roommate. You know, you have plenty of friends. I'm so happy right now. Other friends, Chuck. Other friends. <laughs> I love that. Sorry, Ellie. I think it's going to be Morgan. All right, listen to me. Listen to me. Two words. Bachelor pad. It's like I did inside Ellie's room. Yeah, I guess uh, Chuck doesn't really have to change much about his room. So, oh, look, it's Sarah. Chuck? We should talk. Absolutely. I'll go first. I'll go first. Sarah, they wanted me to be a spy, okay? They told me that I could make a difference. For years I've been I've been kicking around not knowing what I wanted to do with my life like a like a loser. And then one day, really important people told me that they thought I could change the world. Me, Chuck Bartowski. It was never about you. Stop. I acted impulsively, and it's a mistake I don't usually make. And it won't happen again. But, Sarah... You're a spy now, Chuck. You have to keep your feelings to yourself. And there she goes. And here's Casey. Not nuts. Ready? And we hear the song... Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Ready for what? You're training. Training? And we cut to Castle in the sparring room, and Casey and Chuck now have boxing gloves. You have much to learn, Grasshopper. Flash yet? Oh yeah, he just flashed, Casey. Let's do this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man, I love that. The episode ends with a Rocky 3 freeze frame, just the way it ended with Rocky and Apollo Creed. I love it. Chuck is back, baby. That was episode one of season three, everybody. What a great episode. Chuck versus the pink slip. It had all sorts of great stuff there. We find out, unfortunately, Chuck's a lemon, but he's not really a lemon. He needs Sarah to work. It needs to be Sarah and Casey and Chuck, Team Bartowski, in order for him to be a successful spy. And things aren't 
great between Chuck and Sarah, but there's a reason. Sarah wanted to leave with Chuck, and Chuck chose being a hero over Sarah, which is, you know, a pretty big thing for him to choose that over her because she's all he ever wanted. It shows that Chuck is growing. And unfortunately, Sarah, she needs to grow too. She needs to share Chuck with the spy world, etc. I love this show, man. And I'm so happy to be back. And hey, look at that. Chuck's now shares an apartment with Morgan. They're back at the Buy More. Emmett, he's unfortunately no longer with us. He passed away. <laughs> it's so sad. I loved his character. He was such a jerk. And I want to say this. I know there are some people who don't feel strongly about season three because they don't like the stuff that Chuck and Sarah go through. But I think it's very necessary. And you know what? It doesn't bother me because you get through those rough patches to get to the good stuff. And there is a lot of good stuff here in this season, and I can't wait to get to it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And before we go, remember to visit chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find all my posts about Chuck, everything I write about Chuck, and all the previous episodes of Chuck. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't yet. And you could also leave a rating or even a review on iTunes. Help other people find this podcast. If you're a fan of Chuck and you like this podcast and you know other Chuck fans, tell them about this podcast. They can relive season three with us. And by the way, I know Chuck is no longer on Netflix, which is a real bummer. I was hoping it would come back in a year or so, but... You can always buy episodes on Amazon Prime. I bought every season on Amazon Prime where I can stream it anytime I want. So once you purchase it on Amazon.com digitally, you can stream it at any time on your Amazon app, on your phone, on your tablet, or even use the Amazon app on the Xbox or the PS4. That way you can have Chuck anytime you want. And really, it's a pretty good deal. You can buy each season at a time, not all at once. So therefore, you could save a lot of money. Right now, you can purchase the entire season three of Chuck on Amazon in HD streaming for $14.99. That's a pretty good deal. So I'm just going to pass on things like that. If I ever see Chuck on sale, I'll let you guys know. But that's currently probably the best deal you can do. And you could stream it anywhere. And that's not too bad. But guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm glad to be back, and I can't wait to cover the next episode of Chuck, Season 3, Episode 2, Chuck versus the Three Words. And until then, guys, what do you guys wait for? Get out there, watch some more Chuck, and I'll see you next time! Hello, sir. How may I service you? Casting.